Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what's going on, sir? Not much, man. We get, we're getting a schedule release today, a little bit later, obviously after we recorded this podcast, but uh, we'll <laughs> talk about that tomorrow. But it's still exciting. You know, it's mm-hmm. still fun to, for us to uh, get the schedule and, and then uh, count up all our wins and losses because they're certainly going to be accurate uh, at this point of time, well before the training camp and OTS. Yeah, so we're actually going to do a full scheduled show on Thursday. We'll talk about all the games that we're most excited to see, uh, the ones that we're going to be circling. Once it becomes official, we'll do yep. that. Yep. But we do Absolutely. have a, we do know a game that is official, Landon, and that's the Cowboys playing Tampa Bay in week one. Uh, we're not going to spend the whole show talking. I do want your kind of instant reaction and instant take on that game. I mean, I think it's it's a great choice by the NFL. I, I totally understand it simply because, yeah, uh, obviously the Cowboys are a superstar, high-powered, you know, ratings monster and the, mm-hmm. the Super Bowl champs. Uh, you know, that that certainly makes sense. Uh, it's it's going to be a tough game for the Cowboys. I mean, a, a, a group that's changing defenses going against Tom Brady week one, mm-hmm. uh, that, that, should, that shouldn't be too much fun. But I, I think it'll be – I th- do think it'll be a good game because I, 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 I do think that – uh, uh, yeah, the Cowboys will have hopefully have a, a healthy complement of offensive players, and I do think it will be a, a, at least a high-scoring affair. It makes me nervous, right? Because like the most important thing is you just want to get out of that game relatively healthy. You want Dak to shake off some of the rust and you know kind of look like the old Dak. Going up against that pass rush in that front seven does make me. A little bit nervous, Liam. Like, why why can't they just give us a, a nice little cupcake game to start to get Dak healthy? Why couldn't we play the Giants? Yeah, we couldn't <laughs> play the Giants. I mean, but the, 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 the you know, and somebody pointed this out. We didn't play the Giants in the opener last year. And I'm like, it, it doesn't matter to me. We, we've no. done it so many years in a row. I'm still sick of it. So uh, I, I agree. It would be nice to kind of maybe get thrown a bone a little bit on week one. Uh, but I – I'm sick of the Giants. It could be anybody but the Giants. Uh, sorry. All right, so today, Landon, we're going to talk about some of the receivers the Cowboys drafted yeah. and added in free agency uh, this offseason. And I think we should start with their fifth-round pick, Semi Fahoku, right? Did I did I get it right? I think it's Fehoku, but I, I mean, we're, do, we're, we're doing the best we can. We'll, we'll get it down but by the time the season starts, for sure. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, so let's dive right in. What did you see from yeah. the film when you watched them? I can't believe this guy was available in the fifth round. I mean, that's that's the thing that was surprising. And I think we talked about that when he got drafted. And, and, and you know, I had seen a little bit of him previous to this. 
but this is a, a tall, uh, big, athletic, uh, talented wide receiver who has the ability to kind of slip past defenders. You know, he's he's listed, as you can see on the graphic, he's listed at 220 pounds, but he looks and moves mm-hmm. like he's lighter than that. You know, he just kind of uh, is a kind of a glider in a way that, that he gets downfield. Uh, I really like his hands. You know, he has really good uh, – he, he catches the ball. He uses his hands uh, to – get good angles on the football when it arrives. So if it's over his shoulder, he knows to kind of basket catch it. Uh, if he needs to reach out with his hands when he's come, you know, when he's snatching the ball, he, he doesn't have a problem catching it that way either. Uh, he's big, he's strong. He can, he's a pretty decent blocker from what I saw on film. Um, you know, he, he could definitely use some nuance in his route running. Um, he could definitely just kind of in general uh, improve the, the skill part of, of playing wide receiver, the nuance part of playing wide receiver. But I mean, as far as a, uh, a collection of, of skills, uh, 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 athleticism um, and, and just kind of general smoothness in his movements. Um, I was, I was genuinely, genuinely surprised that he was available uh, so late. And I guess that just speaks to the kind of uh, talent these wide receiver classes have coming out each year. Now, do you think he is somebody that could potentially push Cedric Wilson or Noah Brown right away? Because I posted this on Twitter yesterday, and a lot of people do. A lot of people think he could potentially be the fourth receiver as soon as this year. I'm, I'm, I'm just not there because I think while he is incredibly athletic, there is still a lot of refinement that he needs in this game. How, how far away is Semi? Uh, you know, I think I don't know that I'm ready to push Cedric Wilson off the roster for for Simi yet. You know, I, I think, and, and, and that's more about how I think Cedric has has come on these last few years. Frankly, I mean, I think last mm-hmm. year we're forgetting how well he performed when he needed to step in and, and take uh, take plays. I mean, he was making plays when they were getting the ball in his hands, almost to the point, you know, not quite to the point where you're thinking about taking those top three guys off the field, but you certainly weren't feeling uh anxious about playing Cedric Wilson and I think he has special teams value as well so I think even though I'm excited about Simi uh, I don't know that like I'm ready to quite give him the pushing Cedric Wilson off the roster or down the roster uh move yet I think really this is going to come down to Noah Brown's spot right uh and, and frankly that spot is more about uh, being able to uh, uh, play special teams. I, I yep. think last year you had Cedric and Noah Brown, and both of those guys were giving you good special team snaps. And I also think that you felt comfortable playing both of those guys if you needed to uh, to give them snaps and actually even giving them the ball because I think that they will make plays in the ball. Uh, I, I think that you know the, the thing that they're targeting more than trying to replace that talent is trying to replace Noah Brown's uh, number, his, his salary cap yeah. number. So if they're doing this, they're doing this in a, in a way to save money uh, as opposed to actually upgrading talent. On, well, it's roster. the same thing for Wilson, right? Because I believe Wilson is – if he makes the week one roster, he's guaranteed $2 million with no yeah. dead cap hit if you release him. So if it's close, yeah, maybe you do move on from Cedric Wilson and you play semi, but – I, I, again, I think there's a lot to like here. I just I wonder if he's still a year away from actually contributing because we didn't see him very much at Stanford, no. uh, Landon. And when he did, I mean, he the UCLA game, and I, I'm sure you watched that one yeah. as you were preparing for yeah. it. It's incredible, yeah. but I'm just not sure how much of that translates to the NFL. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's all upside. I mean, really, it's a lot like Noah Brown coming out, right? Like you see sure. Noah Brown. Uh, Noah Brown maybe didn't have quite some of the tape that Simi did. But I think if you look at Noah Brown, like athletic profile coming out of Ohio State, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. You know, yep. and, and, and I think that that's what they're looking for with these guys. And we'll talk about uh, a guy like Brandon Smith a little bit <laughs> later. But but I think that these are the kind of guys who make teams, or at least they make sure. the Cowboys, right? They, they, because – you're not going to be an undrafted free agent who has the receiving talent to push, certainly not push Gallup Cooper or lamb off, off the uh, down the roster, probably not the talent to move Cedric Wilson. Noah Brown should be the spot that these, uh, these lower drafted wide receivers, undrafted guys should be targeting because I I think you're right. They don't want two of these guys costing them more than $2 million. Uh, they're down roster special teams wide receivers. They'd love to replace one of these guys, but it's it's still an uphill battle because Brown and Cedric Wilson were impressive last year, especially when you consider they were fourth and fifth wide receivers. So what do we think the the, the ceiling here is for Simi? Like, do we think he could be – like a high-end number three receiver, do we think he could potentially be more than that? Like, what what do you envision? What are you hoping that he can become in the NFL? I mean, I think, you know, best-case scenario, I think he could become a high-end or, you know, a middle-range two because I think he could give you some speed. If he really, really develops and, like, really works on his craft and after – this is probably a couple seasons out because he does, you know, need some seasoning – uh, I think he could be, he could be a guy that a lot of teams would feel comfortable as maybe a, a low end two if they had like another target uh, like yeah your third target on the team probably right um, I I just think that he has some of that ability to get downfield he has some smoothness to him he has the kind of requisite size and athleticism so if he could just learn a, you know a little bit more technique some nuance uh, he could be a guy that I think could be uh, you know sort of in the role of a gallop. You know, where like he, he does a lot of deep down the field stuff. He can win down the field. Uh, I, I think he has that kind of ability. Uh, but yeah, I do think that it's going to be it's going to take some seasoning to kind of get there. But all the elements are there in his game. Could he be like a better version of Bryce Butler, who the Cowboys had a couple of years ago? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think mean, that that's. that's yeah. Similar, I, I, similar body types, too, right? Like that, that's what I'm thinking, right? These these big strong guys that have speed kind of more build up speed, but can make plays down the field. Yeah. I yeah. think that's what you're hoping for, right? Is somebody yeah. who can play on the outside that can make those big plays. Don't think that's all that possible. The thing I do like about Simi is I think he does have, like, he's, he's somewhat natural of a receiver. You can just tell that he's rough, yeah. right? He needs, yeah. he needs seasoning. He needs work. And I think he did land in a great situation because He's not going to be forced to play right away. The Cowboys might be able to stash him for a year. And let's see what it looks like in 2022 when maybe Michael Gallup's gone, maybe Cedric Wilson's gone, and maybe Noah Brown's gone. So yeah. uh, I do think he landed in a, a pretty good situation. I, uh, I would just say, real quick, the last thing I would just say is that really what he needs to work on the most is his releases. Because uh, yeah. I just think that yeah. if he if he's going to be kind of this deep threat guy early on in his career uh, as he's trying to earn more playing time, he didn't face a ton of press coverage in, in, in college because – you know, wide receivers don't face a bunch of press coverage in college. So, uh, so he definitely needs to work on that. You talked about him being a buildup speed guy. That certainly is true. But if you're going to be that, you got to get off the line quick. You got to find a way to get off the press with your hands fast. uh, And then that, that will, you know, certainly give you the opportunity to uh, get a free release up the field. 
All right, let's take one quick break so I can tell you guys about Nugenics. Nugenics is the number one selling free testosterone booster, and GNC is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. It's so simple. All you have to do is text DRAFT to 231-231. Text DRAFT to 231-231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass. Again, text DRAFT to 231-231. All right, Landon, let's talk about another receiver, uh, one that I think you and I are both going to like a little bit, and that's Brandon Smith, an undrafted free agent uh, out of Iowa. Now, the stats weren't fantastic. Last year, 23 catches for 231 yards uh, and two touchdowns. During his entire Iowa career, he had just 91 receptions for 1,000 yards and nine touchdowns. However... There's some things to, to really, really mm-hmm. like about him. You can see the, the metrics on our screen right now. Six foot one and a half, 218 pounds. Uh, he did not run well. By far the biggest drawback here, but incredibly explosive. What did you see when you watched the tape? I, I saw our next Noah Brown. I mean, yeah. he's, yeah. you know, he's the guy that he doesn't, I mean, Noah Brown ran a, a four, four or sub four, five, if I remember correctly mm-hmm. at two twenty. So I, I would say he's not as fast, but uh, you know, he looks like a linebacker playing wide receiver. He's six, one, two twenty. He's got crazy long arms. Like for, for a guy who's six, one, I think you just, Oh, it's right there. 34 yeah. inch, 34 and a quarter inch arms. Uh, and, you know, I think that, he, the tape you see of him, he looks like he's catching the ball naturally. He has some speed. Uh, again, uh, talent is uh, the skill set is not quite developed there, and I would assume that a lot of that has to do with just a a lack of of, of play time, right? Like a lack of of of, of being on the field and, and getting a bunch of reps. But uh, what I said last night, and 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 you know, I'll say it again here: show me how well you block. Show me how well you can tackle, and I'll tell you if you can make this team as a fourth or fifth wide receiver. I, I think what you know, I saw clips of him catching the football, and it's like, okay, you know, there's that. The clips I saw where he was blocking, the clips where I saw he, yep. him engaging defensive backs, and and I mean, there was one clip I posted last night where he just dominated a Nebraska corner, yep. got up yep. on him, turned him all the way around, and then threw him to the ground as the guy uh, sw- swept outside behind him. Um, you know, those are the kind of things that that are going to get you reps on special teams. They're going to get you reps, uh, punt coverage, you know, punt kick, uh, uh, punt return, uh, kickoff, all those things. I th- This is a guy that, you know, if he – uh, tackles decently, which I imagine I didn't get yeah. a chance to see any special team stuff, but with 34 inch arms and that kind of athleticism and, and just physical toughness, this dude is a, is a physical player. Uh, I have no doubts that he'll, he, he could easily be taught if he doesn't know how to tackle. And I think he could be a really good coverage guy. And, and I, I like him. Uh, you know, I don't love him as a wide receiver. I don't love him necessarily. Uh, it's just wrong. Going, I mean, he really, yeah, he really had no experience. I mean, he's a three-year starter at Iowa. But it feels like he's so incredibly raw because they don't throw the ball ever. They don't ever throw the ball. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I think that there is – this is exactly the kind of guy who is more likely to be able to hang around and stash, right? Because uh, he doesn't have eye-popping 
uh, speed. He does mm-hmm. have great athleticism all around everything else. He do- he seemingly does a lot of the kind of dirty work stuff well, which again makes him extremely eligible to make a 53 man roster uh, as opposed to let's talk about the net. We'll talk about the next guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I-, I think that, that those are the kind of guys who are likely to make the roster. And, and I'm saying make the roster and actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, get special team snaps. There are other guys who I think that, you know, are pure talent, you know, Oh, let's form this guy into a wide receiver guy. Those are guys that I think we're, you're more likely to see get stashed on practice squads, you know, mm-hmm. get, get red, sh- get truly red shirted. Whereas a guy like Brandon Smith, even though he didn't have a great college career as a wide receiver, he does, at least from what I saw, he does a lot of other important football stuff that is likely going to be what his actual job would be on Sundays, yeah. at least early yeah. on in his NFL career. All right. So just to show you how ridiculous Iowa's passing offense is in 2019, and by ridiculous, I mean bad, uh, yeah. he had 439 receiving yards. Okay, Landon. That made up 30% of their passing volume. And if, if you study some of these advanced what? analytics at all. Uh, what's his dominator rating? Like, what's it's, it's, above, it's above the 50th percentile, which is fantastic, right? <laughs> so while he didn't even put up 450 yards in a season, he still hits the dominator rating that we love oh to see from guys. Right, right, that you're getting into undrafted free agency. That's um, bizarre. Yeah, I mean, and also, if you again, if you look at some of the other metrics, he, he actually comes out really well. 58th in target share, 58th percentile, excuse me, in target share, 70th percentile in breakout age. Again, the biggest thing holding him back athletically is just the 40. He's just not fast. Long, he doesn't have the long speed. However, man, that the, the broad jump and vertical are so good that it almost makes me wonder if there was just a lack of training there, right? Yeah. Because you don't yeah. have nearly a 40-inch vertical and a 10-10 broad jump and run that slow. Like that's – it's pretty weird. And how do you run a four six four after you run a one five ten? That's what I'm you saying. Know, it's it's like, something yeah. seems a little bit off there. But anyways, I, I actually wrote down some comps because I think the Noah Brown one is really good. I think if he can become Noah Brown, that's exactly what you want. The guy that I'm, I'm kind of thinking if he reaches a ceiling, why not somebody like Muhammad Sanu, who played in the NFL a long time, okay. very similar size at 6'1", 211 pounds, ran a 4'6'7 at the NFL Combine, but just somebody who is tough, physical, doesn't have long speed, but can make some plays after the catch, is kind of strong. I could potentially see him having that type of career if he figures out the route running, the release, all that kind of stuff. Uh, would that surprise you at all? No, and I think that's that's the route for these for him and for Fahoku Fahoku just maybe a little bit more straight line for 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 Fahoku, but yeah, I think you get on the field as a special teamer. You 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 earn your spot as a special teamer. Somebody Mm -hmm. gets hurt, you get on the field as a wide receiver. You you don't screw that up. Then you start getting increased reps that way. Then you you impress when you with the increased reps, and then suddenly your career is off and running. I think that's how these guys make it, right? They didn't do enough in college to to uh, uh, to to warrant you know a draft pick to warrant a, a, a higher graded you know spot mm-hmm. on the on on their chance on their original chance. You have they have to earn it, and and they earn it through doing non wide receiver stuff until you need a wide receiver in the game. And then that's when you get your chance to kind of prove yourself at your position. Uh, and that's, that's how guys like Brandon Smith make it in the league, right? They, they make it on special teams. Mm-hmm. They, they get an opportunity. They take advantage of their opportunity. And then, like I said, off to the races.
All right, let's uh, let's take one more quick break, Lane, and we'll talk about one more receiver that uh, is very, very interesting. I want to tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs into the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you have to do is use the promo code LOCKEDON, bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Also, quickly, want to tell you guys about uh, Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market right now. It's so good, it's hard to even explain it. Real chocolate with amazing flavors and a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste absolutely fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON15 and you'll get 15% off your next box at BuiltBar.com. All right, Landon, let's talk about Texas Tech wide receiver TJ Vasher, who is uh, pretty (laughs) – Big. He's tall. Let's say that. He he is very tall. Uh, Six foot five, 203 pounds. Now, I also, I want to say this about his, uh, his weight. At his pro day, he came in at 185 pounds. Uh, But he also played in at the college gridiron showcase uh, game after the college season, weighed in at 185 pounds. So he actually put on 18 pounds uh, from the the bowl game to or excuse me the the showcase game to the to the pro day he is skinny he needs to add a lot yeah. of weight yeah. but what did you see on the tape well first off can i just say laugh out loud at all the different what you know looking through vasher highlights and stuff laugh out loud at all the texas tech homers that are making the highlight videos for this guy that list him at 222 pounds because that's that is, kind, the most, yeah. that is the most yeah. ridiculous thing i mean yeah. this guy is an absolute beanpole uh, yeah. there's, I, I don't even believe, I mean, there's, yeah, watching him, there was no way he was even 200 pounds, uh, while, while no. playing well, no. the, the tape that I was watching at least. No. Um, you know, this is that, you know, we talked about these, uh, with Fehoku and with, with Smith, uh, Fehoku, I'm going to get this down. I'm going to get this down. We're going to get it. Uh, that you know, these are the kind of guys that that lower uh, draft picks and undrafted free agents that make the team, right? That, that are mm-hmm. that have talented upside that you can develop them as a wide receiver. They have some kind of skill that can you know eventually be pulled as a full time wide receiver if you, if you kind of just work on it a little bit. But what they can do for you immediately is provide special teams and and mm-hmm. and, and be kind of you know that glue guy in the bottom of your roster. I don't, I can't see that with Vasher. With Vasher, to me, it's uh, he is purely a uh, a wide receiver talent upside play right like i mean Mm -hmm. i think he has uh traits that you uh certainly desire at wide receiver that the 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 height i mean i'm pretty sure marcus and maybe you could check this but i think he has 35 plus inch arms i mean i I think it's almost 36 right 35 and 5 8s that's insanity like so his catch radius is absolutely ridiculous and frankly when you watch his game that's the only thing that really pops up is that he makes these absolutely ridiculous catches and 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 it's almost like 
it's almost like every catch I saw was only ridiculous catches, right? Well, can, like, can, I, can I add this in about his wingspan? Please. According to Mock Draftable, they've been charting wingspan since the 1999 draft. Only seven players in the NFL at any position have a bigger wow. wingspan than what TJ Vasher does. At any position, any position, he, wow. he has the biggest tackles, defensive ends. Like he has the biggest uh, wingspan ever for a receiver by almost three inches. That's that's something. <laughs> you know, that's that's a that's a trait you want to develop, I guess. I mean, again, what you see on tape is uh, uh, his 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 quarterback throwing the ball in a general area of where yep. he is. And then he's getting up and making incredible catches. You know, look, you also see him drop the simple lots and, 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 and you don't see him targeted a ton for, you know, for having played at tech and, and having not exactly played with a bunch of NFL wide receivers. You know, I, I, I would be interested again, if you had his dominator rating, I don't know if you do, but like I do, his pers- I, I've got it. His, his, his best season, it was in the 22nd percentile, 19.6. And that was when he was a freshman. Yeah. And that's, that's rough. You know, like yeah. this is, this guy is a full traits development, developmental yeah. player. Like, I mean, so I think for the Cowboys, you know, this is a guy, I, I get why they want him, but th- I wouldn't count on this guy necessarily being a, uh, uh, a guy that that's going to make the 50, the 53 man roster initially. I, I think this is a guy that they <laughs> no, are going to no, try no. to stash. Uh, and, and then, you know, I, I think his, his career path would probably look like something like, you know, he's on the practice squad. Uh, someone gets injured. He gets a chance to be called up. And then when you call him up, you get him in the game and you have like a limited selection of plays, maybe a package for him or something, probably in the red zone, I would say, you know, cause I think he could definitely be a, a red yeah. zone threat with those kind of wingspan and jump jumps. But I, I just don't think this is not a guy that um, he's not quite Rico gathers, but he's, no, no, he's no. but, but he is like a guy that it's going to take some pretty serious development, despite the fact that he's played a lot in college, uh, to kind of get him to a spot where you feel comfortable playing him on, on, on well, an actual game day field, right? Well, it's funny that you mentioned Rico because um, when I'm watching him, first of all, Texas Texas does not throw the ball outside, you know, the hashes very often at all. Everything is in the middle of the field. So he doesn't get the, a ton of targets on the outside. But at the same time, I don't think he's an outside receiver in the NFL. I, I, I just don't like – he's just not going to be athletic and quick enough to beat those guys on the outside. So my thought is, okay, if he's really at 203 pounds, maybe eventually his best spot would be inside as a tight end. And I have no idea whether he can block. But I think, I mean, three years from now, could he gain 30 pounds and be a guy that just wins in the middle of the field because he has a monster catch radius? I mean, the path now is Darren Waller, right? We've seen that We've seen that exact player work out before where fail that receiver – but eventually bulked up enough to play inside, and now he's a, a weapon. Could Vasher three, four years down the road potentially be that? I, I think it's I think it's a more likely path in trying to win at receiver because I just don't think he's going to be an NFL wide receiver. Do you think he could put on that way? I mean, I would. Th- he's six foot five and a half. I would think he'd no, be able but to his have frame a couple is... weekends and gain twenty pounds. But <laughs> his frame, his frame is so thin that that's that's my only concern. Is I, I mean, even like if you put him at two hundred pounds, I'd need to see him like how he even carries that. So you know, do we think? Do we think he tried to slim down at Texas Tech to stay quick and have some speed, or do we think he's just naturally small and skinny like that? Because that's the big question, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I that's yeah i i think uh, th- he does that because that's what he feels comfortable playing at i'm assuming and i would assume that that means that he thinks he's plays faster there but uh, you know like you can gain weight and, and, and retain speed if you go through speed training and you, if you build the muscle properly yeah. and i you know text text uh gym and, and athletic services probably aren't quite what the cowboys are probably but not no i i i yeah i it's it's interesting. I, I think you clearly have a role on what you want to do with the player, like you yeah. know, as far as what type of of how you want to play him and what skills you want to avail of his. I think the question is how do you deploy that talent and how do you get him to a point where he can actually use that talent on the field in an NFL game. Two things. Uh, when I watched him, the best part of his game is just him using that big catch radius. And I think it was against Oklahoma State. I saw him in the middle of the field. He just made a ridiculous catch over two guys uh, on kind of like a slant from the slot. That's where I want him to be at in the NFL. If I'm the Cowboys, um, he's probably a guy that goes down with an injury like a couple days before roster cuts. <laughs> yeah, and probably. We say, okay, yeah. you're on the IR. Let's get see a tight can, hammy. Get a tight get, hammy. Oh, you're on I don't injury. know. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's uh, let's see if you can gain 20 pounds of muscle by the time we get to training camp next year, and let's see what we can do. Because again, there's just not many guys that are that big and that athletic. Why not try to see if you can move him inside a tight end? I just think that's a far more likely path than playing outside receiver. And if he's going to play wide receiver outside, it's going to be like a I mean, not Brandon Marshall because Brandon Marshall was mo- much more of an athlete, but that you know that kind of just supersized. Old he, he needs to be a, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he needs to be he he needs to play that kind of game, you know, because that's what his that's what his yeah. skill lies at. And if he's gonna do that, I mean, you're right. Even if he doesn't play tight end, he needs to put on 20 pounds at, at, oh, at least, sure, just so he doesn't get killed by linebackers when he tries to you know run slants on cover three. All right, let's just wrap up this show really quickly. We think Semi probably makes the 53-man roster. Brandon Smith, probably a practice squad guy, and Vasher, borderline practice squad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's probably it. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't keep all of these guys. Uh, you know, like if 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 Smith makes a practice squad that Vasher does it, but maybe they, it's with the extended expanded rules. Maybe they do. I mean, it's just because there's a, the Cowboys have a ton of wide receivers, right? Well, now. you know, what's also hard. And I was thinking about this yesterday, Lane, and the Cowboys signed like two really big free agent wide receivers last year after the draft and Aaron Parker and Steven Guidry. Yeah. Um, we never got to see either of those guys because there was no preseason last year. So we have no idea what Aaron Parker looks like now after a year of being in the system and being on the practice squad yeah. all year, I have no idea. So I think the the battle between like Parker and Smith, maybe for the sixth or seventh receiver spot could be very interesting. Yeah. I mean, the, the bottom of the roster wide receiver battle is, is really going to be crazy because it's just a lot of guys and, and there's some with different types of talent and uh, different kind of things you can use them if, if, if you have them on your team. So it will be interesting to see how the practice squad sh- shakes out with the training camp and wide receiver camp. Bottom of the roster is really fascinating. If you think Semi has a chance to contribute this year, the battle between Cedric Wilson, Noah Brown, and Semi, uh, that's that's really interesting four through six. So uh, keep an eye on the wide receiver position for the Cowboys throughout the offseason, training camp, and the preseason. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audacity, 
or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow to do schedule release stuff. We'll talk about all of our favorite games that we're looking <laughs> forward to. Uh, follow Lane and at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher, and we will see you next time.